0: Hey guys, welcome back to the 429 Podcast. I'm four. I'm two. And I'm nine. And we have another TechCast Friday for you. So, Woo! you know, yes. I forget, I forget, honestly, I forget what week this is. I feel like we've been doing these forever. Anyone know? Any idea?
1: Uh, I'm looking it up right now, actually. TechCast
2: yeah. 99. Tech
1: it has, is um, TechCast 12. Right? TechCast
0: 12. TechCast tech oh, number 12. I was very close. I was very close. Is this? this is oh. this is month four now. We're officially four months into TechCast. Also, officially, That's... this is the fourth month of TechCast. That is correct. That is, that is nuts. And we
2: had and we had a hell of a lot of news to go yeah, through.
0: Yeah, we do. All right, so let's get right into it. Anyway, you know, last couple of days have been pretty special. Um, I'm sure you guys know what it is, but any guesses with the last couple of days have been? Any ideas? Just just randomly. All I know is there. like
1: the Apple event. That's all I'm aware of that happened this week.
0: Nope, no one. It's, pri- no one knew- it's Prime Day. Prime Day has been right. occurring. I was going to
2: say, with, with uh, 4, it's always Amazon-related. Absolutely. <laughs> so
0: it's good. been Prime Day for the last couple... Well, I forget exactly when it started, but I know yesterday was Prime Day. The day before, I think it was also Prime Day. I think it's a two- or three-day event. It's a two-day two event.
1: Yep. Wait, so how is it a Prime Day when it's like a week event? Uh,
2: it, it, uh, it's a Prime Day, and then the S is very lowercase. Well, how is it <laughs> how
0: is it Black Friday when most of the deals run all week? Hmm? Well, yeah,
2: no, they run mostly
1: on Friday. No,
2: no actually, well, to be fair... Best Buy has their Blackfield Black Friday deal
0: yesterday. They did actually. They did.
2: Yeah. So
1: freaking October. about it.
0: You guys know how it is, right? A ton of stuff has been on sale. Uh, I know that some big sellers have been like Sony noise canceling headphones. They're like a hundred and ten dollars off, so they're like ninety dollars right now instead of two hundred. AirPod Pro, they're fifty dollars off. Um, the Fire, the, the Amazon stuff has been really cheap. Like their Fire Seven tablet is forty bucks. Yeah.
2: The Amazon like, stuff, Amazon brand stuff is always really cheap um during uh, their Prime Day. Absolutely. Did you guys buy anything? Uh, actually, I did. I was not
1: aware of the sale event, but either way, I'm not buying
2: anything. <laughs> I did actually, but funny enough, all the stuff I bought wasn't on sale. So, oh gosh. So, you know, it was it was stuff like
1: That means know, Nine is broke.
2: No, no, it was really it was really like low price stuff. It was like one like a phone, like an earbud holder, like and like one and like a couple bands. Mm-hmm. that i wanted so it was like ten dollars so I, it didn't need to be on sale
0: yeah well i also bought something i bought a tv the other day i got a 40, oh i got a 43 oh, wow. inch samsung q60 it was like a hundred dollars off so couldn't go wrong i saw it on sale on amazon and then i was like you know what let me just check best buy and then nine it's funny you say <laughs> that they ran their they're like matching like competitive competing sale because i found it for the same price at best buy that it was on amazon so then I just went right there and I picked it up that night and got it. So, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Best Buy sounds really good with that. I think I'm,
2: um, um, it's not, it's definitely not a coincidence they ran that Black Friday deal at the same time of Prime.
0: However, uh, I will tell you if the prices were cheaper on Amazon, Best Buy was not going to be able to price match me. So they won't price yes, match on, on yes. Prime Day or mm-hmm. other like major sale days. Which is- it,
2: it's, it's funny you say that because I actually was trying to prime match on the day of Prime Day with Best Buy. Mm-hmm. They, they had a, they had a great, like bonus election that it comes with but yep. I wanted Amazon's price Yep. Uh, and the guy straight up told me like yeah we don't match it on Prime Day uh, yep. and I told him like this sale's not even for Prime Day it's just a sale they had before Prime Day and still going on and he's like doesn't yeah matter. but it doesn't matter and I'm like Ah, oh, yep. yeah Prime Day
0: so anyway that's been that's been a really big thing a lot of people get their shopping started early um, it's anyway, it's the season
2: it's the season it is a season, season.
0: Is spending. <laughs> season anyway, of spending quickly into our next piece of news Twitter had a fairly large outage today for a lot of people. Um, I didn't notice. So I want to say it was about an hour <laughs> and a half. <laughs> between, like, it was it was about an hour and a half, and they actually tweeted about this, saying that, hey, you know, we're aware that Twitter's down for a ton of you. They're working to get it back up and running. Um, on the on the bright side, though, they think it's just some internal troubles and don't have any indication of a security breach or a hacker or anything. So. On the bright right, side, who was, the engineer, the, who was the
1: engineer that was testing in production? Come forward now. You
0: know, I think I sent you guys something like that the other day. Yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Did. Some, it was for Disney, some right? service sends out like a, a test email to like every phone that they're every phone that they're on. It was Disney, right? I think it was think Disney. It was, it was Disney, 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 Disney service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was funny.
2: That's funny. That's funny. I, I, you gotta. It's gotta be awkward for that one guy who actually has the app on his phone, and he's like, "Oh wait, it's just my phone. Wait a minute." <laughs> <laughs> and no, that,
1: engineer, that engineer goes. Oh cool! I got it to work. <laughs> On my
2: phone, only my phone,
1: right? <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> his magic comes in. Who the hell sending tests right now? Like,
0: like <laughs> he's he's sitting at his desk. He hits the, he hits the the send button, and then all of a sudden his phone goes off. And he's like, "Oh great, okay, good, it worked."
1: Just wanted to test. one, like, one, se- and then one <laughs> second later,
0: he's like, "Hold up a second, that shouldn't have happened." <laughs> to be
1: fair, <laughs> to be fair, here's the advantage he has. Everyone's still working from home, right? Yep. No one know. No one knows who actually did it you know no they don't
2: get blame they know. They know. <laughs> they know they know they're gonna find out it's not gonna be that hard they're gonna figure it out be... <laughs> who we'll pushed the code there in that time uh... his manager sends out
1: a bulk. his manager sends out a bulk email and then he just uh, that engineer just changes the database server real quick <laughs>
0: get blame who was it which one of <laughs> <laughs> i know one of you guys did it <laughs> you gotta you gotta hurry up and quickly amend your commit uh author and whatnot be like no nope, rebase, rebase 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 nope, was not me <laughs> anyway, into our, our next piece of news here. Yeah, this is yeah. actually a really interesting one. So, you know, I feel like a lot of your big companies now have been like hankering down on credit cards, right? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. you know, App- Apple may pop up. By Apple. Apple has their credit card now. Apple. Um, you uh, know, a ton of branded cards as well. At like all your I different I think like, PayPal's stores, working whatever. on a
1: credit card right now too. They well, already have one. I think.
0: Actually, I think you're right. They do have a credit card. The PayPal credit card. I forget mm-hmm. every time I buy something, they're like. Would you like to use interest-free financing on our credit card? And I just I'm, like good. I'm, good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And he's like, no, um, but please." <laughs> but anyway, now you know this is kind of funny, right? Because PayPal offers one, and now this is owned by the same company. It's Venmo, right? You know, Venmo is owned oh, by PayPal now.
1: Really? So this is actually the a really what are the interesting
0: perks? card. So they're following, arguably, in my opinion, this is possibly the best uh, kind of perk system that you can get in a card right now. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know every everything out there, but this is this is really kind of cool. So they offer three percent cash back on purchases in the cardholder's um, top spending category, two percent in the second largest, and one percent on everything else. So that's. Uh, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's very nice. There there are some other cards that you know are very competitive and offer similar rewards, but I think the actual like, hey, we're gonna automatically personalize your card to what you spend the most on that month is just kind of unique and not a whole lot of other places off or something like that. So what, what do you guys think?
1: Uh, That's from what, really dope.
2: Yeah, from reading this, it seems like they're really trying to target their, what, what the Fedmo's audience has been, kind of like young adults, yep, right? Which is pretty cool because like, uh, it seems like they're trying to like target for people who just like are in college or out of college and, you know, who may have difficulty applying for cars. It seems like they're trying to make it really easy to, mm-hmm. you might, people get, you know, a credit card and, and you know, the good benefits are to boot. Yeah.
0: And then two, what, what do you think?
1: Usually like with these rewards programs, you know, they're always like gimmicks to me. So I've never really been a huge, huge fan of all of them, but like I love gimmicks.
2: That,
1: you know, but but with that being said, like it's actually pretty dope. I like everything they've really come out with. I think Venmo Venmo is just a seamless service across everything, right? I've been using oh, Venmo absolutely. for years now, right? Yep. So I'm kind it's of excited right. to see um and like their debit card experience from like what I've heard my friends um use. Yeah. It's been really seamless, right? So I'm very excited to see how the credit card plays out because I think it's going to be just as seamless and yep. it's going to be really nice to see and everything. Now, to be fair, I also want them to like take away that whole like social like aspect of it, right? Nope. Like I don't want nope. people knowing I spent... Everyone's
2: like, going to know exactly what you spent.
1: Right. Just go on private. Like, it's easy. Bam. Yeah, so I'm on private. Yeah, so I'm on private now for most of my stuff, right? But it's it's like I don't want like everyone knowing I go to Podoba every Wednesday or something like you that. Already
2: know. I, like, you already know. You already know i know, know. <laughs> i do like the credit card design that's wicked cool the fact that it's, it's the same
1: i think it's the same personalized as their, QR. yeah it's the same as their uh what's it called their debit card the debit card is actually pretty much the same
2: i never it's, seen a debit card and, and the their line. cards
1: are weird right they, they don't follow the horizontal card system like everyone else in the world right? they go it's vertical yeah they yeah. go with a vertical card system it's like a well card it may kind of
2: it right. makes sense if you think about it because a lot of a lot of them are chip now and they're mm-hmm. You know, inserted vertically. So it, it always made it weird that like you know, a card that's like kind of focused design-wise horizontally, and then you
0: just kind of plug it in vertically. Also, it's know. the Venmo vertical card, right? So
1: is that know. really the do name? Yeah, do they have like a brand? Like, do they have like a a claim on that or something? I'd be curious.
0: I don't know. That'd be kind I, don't, of I, don't so. I don't think so. Venmo vertical card.
2: I don't think so. I think it's just a, a design choice that they kind of stuck with, and it's been working out for them. And it makes sense from my point of view. It's, it's just like a type of thing where like, it's just a color associated to a brand. It's just yep. their type of style,
0: but it just you know, made. I, I know you think that some of these like card perks are like gimmicks, but like I actually tend to really like them because like, you know, one, I just like credit cards more than debit cards, right? You're, you're way safer on a credit card. Um, if fraud happens, it's a lot easier to, you know, actually claim it and it takes less yeah. time to get your money refunded, um, you know. All of the perks, I mean, it's just free money in your pocket so long as you, you know, make sure you pay back your card and you don't spend money you don't have, right? As long as you can be diligent about those things and, I mean, the perks are just, they're literally just free money in your pocket, at least for me, right? And I know a lot of people will be like, oh, but just by having a card, you're inherently spending more money, blah, blah, blah. I disagree like,
1: with that statement, right? I just put, You just put all your day-to-day expenses on the card yeah. and that actually helps you budget out more. Like, yeah, you can actually, like, realize what you're spending, yeah. right? I,
0: I, I absolutely agree with you on that. I, I, I disagree with a lot of, like, these, like, money financial guru expert people on that because, I mean, I think it's just about diligence. So long as you can keep to yourself and, like, make sure that you're not going over your set budget and, you know, kind of know what your expenses are going to be, like, you know, it's really, like I said, it's just, uh, I guess in Venmo's case, it's between 3 2 or 1% on everything you buy, so. hmm
2: it's also safer in the, in the same like you like uh, security and stuff like that yeah. and, and also having credit in line it's also pretty helpful when you just and have the emergency it's also credit.
1: super important right i don't know how the rest of the world really functions on all this but i know in these states right it's super important to if you have credit get get on that early right just because like
2: 100% to build credit like, and all that
1: mm-hmm. yeah like i was talking to one of our friends the other day right and i'll tell you guys who after the call but like was walking him through some finances and stuff and, and, like, he still doesn't have a credit card, right? Which was, like, an eye-opener to me, right? Mm-hmm. And I told him to reach out to me or nine because, like, we're, we've been doing this for a while and we were like, all
0: right. I feel like I know, I like I know who it is, right?
1: Oh, I get it like, because I, I can't help them open a credit card. That's okay. No yeah, 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 you, you, I, I mean, to, me, to me, be I fair,
2: yeah, you go with you. You you base your credit cards based on design and gimmicks.
0: So
1: and to be, <laughs> to be fair, you've been kind of busy the last couple weeks. Okay, that, right? that is true. That is true.
0: Good point. All right, you're right. Everyone. Also, you're a bad friend. Yeah. That's the other one. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: But yeah. like, I was surprised, and I was like, "No, you gotta get on that like soon, right? Especially because like he has an apartment now. Mm-hmm. Like, eventually, he wants to buy a house. Like, it's better if you know get to get his is. name and stuff, right? Definitely know so what it's this. Like, is. Like, yeah, I gave I dropped hints right now. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. We call, we'll call them number seven. Number seven, if you're out there listening.
0: If you. I mean, the only like, good thing, right? I guess I guess you could always do, like, a manually underwritten house where, like, you actually go and get, like, income-driven, like, determination based up for your mortgage and whatnot. Like, you yeah. don't always need credit. There are other ways for you to qualify for mortgages, but, you know, that's they're harder it's, and the, less It's common, harder, so. right? It's doable, yeah.
1: but it's harder.
2: It really depends who you get in the mortgage from, you know? Yep, very it, true. That really depends the whole thing. I know a lot of banks, like um, Bank of America, for example, they – they really want a like direct credit line. That's like a big part of the assessment and of the basically their their whole calculations of like what you're eligible. For. that huge, I think it's like I think I read it online. Thirty percent of what you're uh, estimated to get is based on your credit loan.
1: Yeah. So oh, look, a big it's just like hardest thing with credit is like right. It takes years to develop, and it's always hard getting started. Right. Like I yeah. can't tell you how many credit cards I was rejected from. Right. Like. Yeah. Credit, credit, credit,
2: credit's like your reputation. You know, it takes years to build up, but it takes one dumb move to break it all down.
1: Yep. Anyway, or getting your social security let's, numbers. Let's move, on, <laughs> let, let's move on
0: here. You know, all, all this talk about houses kind of has me uh, thinking about our next two articles. Where oh, you are? Working from <laughs> home. We have two new companies that have now just implemented permanent work from home um, oh. after COVID-19 restrictions are lifted. right? So even after the pandemic, this is going to be you know, permanent for them now. Permit permit. Mm. First one, um, it's going to be Microsoft, believe it or not. So, you know, they've also now wow. set the route. They're going to allow employees to work from home permanently. Um, it's going to be a hybrid system where some of their employees will still have, you know, their permanent desks or whatever. But if you want to work from home and your job allows you to do it and your team and management is fine with you doing it, you can actually choose to give up your permanent workspace, work from home full time, and you know you'll always have space at their like shared uh, shared desk centers and whatnot. yeah share,
1: hot desk right yeah. yeah yeah
0: so you know I mean I think that's really cool and then also after Microsoft we've got Dropbox taking a similar uh, similar stand where they're going to be once again permanent work from home so
1: wow so there's a lot of companies now out there right we got Siemens we got Facebook that's at 50% that said about fifty percent of their workforce going to work Google home. Google, was Google a big one. you have now Microsoft I think Google Dropbox, was the first one right. Siemens was, Siemens Mm -hmm. literally already sold their headquarters. (laughs) Like, they, like, the pandemic started, they were like, all right, I guess we don't need this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So Siemens went went to, like, the extreme end, right? So Siemens was like, all right, basically everyone's working from home except the lab techs who just need to be in there for, like, all their chemical stuff that they do, right? But, like, everyone else, they were like, nah, work from home. And Microsoft is actually following the same philosophy, right? Microsoft's like, unless you got to be here and you need, like, access to specific hardware... Just, just go home. Like, it makes it, sense. It, it I mean, it makes this, so this, much this, sense, right?
0: Go ahead yeah. now. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm happy with this, but at the same time, it's like I hate this, and I'll tell you why I hate this, right? I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like, you know, finance earnings have been coming out, and then there's been so many different like stories with working and everything, right? Yeah. The average work day, and I, I can't wait for studies to come out on this, right? I, they're working on studies on this, but the average work day has passed eight hours a day, right? The average work day is close to maybe eleven to twelve hours now for an average person just because you don't want to know my work day. Yeah, exactly, right? Like you could just take four for an example. (laughs) You could take four for an example who works like seventeen hour days, right? And it's like it's just insane because like, you know, you used to have that balance of all right, I'm out of the office, I'm done with work, right? Yeah. Now it's kind of like, Well shit. Like I'm just I'm just always working, right? So it's it's been a huge, it's been a huge like I think drastic change because it used to be that when you used to work from home, you still worked nine to five because once your coworkers logged off at five o'clock, so did you. But now yep. it's kind of like, all right, well, all my coworkers are on till like eight o'clock now, so I guess I'm on till eight o'clock, right? You know, it's or kind like... of
0: funny though, right? Because like I feel like it's you you can easily mix like your personal life with your work life. You know, like for example.
1: I agree with that though. Me,
0: me, me and my family are sitting at the table, right? We're hanging out, watching TV or whatever, and like it's really easy for me to be there, like still be involved, but like have my laptop out and just be like kind of doing things, right? Like, yeah, like I can't tell you that, and like it doesn't really feel like work at that point, but like you're working still, like in your personal life now.
1: Like I can't, I can't tell you how easy it's been for me to like run errands throughout the day now because a lot, like I'm about two hours from like where I work. So it's, like, it's, it used to be hard for me to run errands, and I could yep. only run errands on the weekends because, like, that's Four the only time I really had. Every day. Yeah, so it's, like, it now, that I, real now that I'm at home, it's kind of, like, all right, I got to get a haircut. Yeah, I just call up my barber. What time are you free? I just walk straight in, right? Take an hour break from work, get a haircut, and come back and work, right? So it's, like, I like that flexibility aspect, and I think maybe it's just a knack on me. Maybe I just got to get better at my work-life balance, but, like. I don't know. It's interesting. Right? I mean, you
2: definitely do lose something. You have to. You definitely do. you right. Definitely, you do lose something, right? I mean, there's definitely cons to this. I mean, you lose that culture that you get. You don't get that interaction I miss with the your people. Coworkers. I honestly, yeah. Miss,
1: I just miss my coworkers. I want to be sitting in the office with them and like chilling, talking, and like just BSing for like an hour. It's like, hard. It's hard, hours, right? it's hard
2: to keep that. It's hard to keep that on the remote. Everyone's kind of like stuck in their little, I guess, like home cubicles, and it's hard to make that connection unless you make that voluntary action to like connect. You know, you, know, and you, it you really difficult.
0: do have to connect. I've I've seen some teams kind of like go out and go, you know, you really got to go above and beyond. You have to make the effort to like connect with your teams now, right? Yeah. Like maybe if you yeah. want to throw something on the schedule, spend a couple hours with your team, even if you don't have anything you're actively working on together, just being on, on zoom with each other, you know, can kind of help foster some more communication and whatnot, you know, more like atmosphere where you could just be like, Oh, let me turn my camera on real quick. Oh hey, John Smith. I need this real quick. I have a question real quick.
1: I think but the I think the biggest thing though for me personally though is the people outside my direct team, right? Yeah. I used to just go get lunch and just bump into like seven coworkers on my way down who work in other divisions yeah. or hell even other parts of the firm or other offices, right? Yep. And they were yeah. just visiting or something. Like that's definitely different. Like I don't get that vibe anymore, right? So it's like I can't I don't see one of my like Unless I'm very explicit about setting up a catch-up time with someone who's in a completely other division, completely other team, completely other like universe than me, right? right. It's it's kind of hard to do. Whereas I used to just run into them when I'm picking up like my three o'clock coffee or something.
0: It's just 100%. it's just me and the dude that works the Taco Bell drive-through now. That's it. Just me and him. Everybody. Yeah, basically
1: that's how it is. Yeah, like
0: <laughs> it's it's just us two. <laughs> no more no more <laughs> other people. It's just like okay, you know, let me let me give him my card. I don't want to like get dirty with COVID virus stuff. So like. Don't make eye contact, you know. Like no contact. Get it back. That's the that's the extent <laughs> of my human connection throughout the day now.
1: Hundred yeah. percent. Like it's it's crazy.
0: Anyway, but keep on. We got, we got another pretty cool piece of news here. So this is actually pretty big. So Amazon is actually now going to be streaming playoff game football.
2: Oh so I like that. I didn't hear about the this. They're going
0: to deal with Viacom CBS and. You know, I mean, this is interesting because, I mean, if I had to guess, based on this article, it looks like they're going to be using Twitch to handle a lot of the streaming. Can someone, uh, most me likely, if I'm wrong but here?
1: hold up on one second. Wait, wait, you said it's a partnership with CBS?
0: No, they're they're sharing the streaming deal with
1: CBS. Oh, so it could be, right? Like, I follow a lot of football. You guys know I'm a football junkie, right? You so are. It's like, it could be because C- CBS <laughs> is known for just streaming the AFC games, right? Yep. Yeah. The American football conference games. So it could be that uh, Amazon gets the NFC games, right? Yep. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. That's sort of like how cool. Fox and CBS have do it now during the regular like season, right? Yep. So like Fox hey. gets like I think Thursday Night Football, and then ESPN gets Monday Night, and then CBS gets AFC. And I do just want to uh, point
0: out they're going to be streaming it on Prime Video and Twitch. Oh. Um, and C B S will be carrying the game on CBS and and in the US.
1: Wait. So if they're streaming on Twitch, so is the game free?
0: I, I really guess. I don't know. I mean, let's. I let's, guess CBS it better QR be. Card, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm not watching I mean,
2: it. I don't know.
1: It,
0: this article doesn't specify.
2: I'm not watching if it, it's not free.
1: I mean, you don't watch football anyway. But like, but
2: well, now I have. I can watch it for free. So.
1: And I think the main question here is right, and this is something that bothers me every year because, like, I'm mostly on streaming platforms, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the main the main question I really have is like, who's stream like I'm I'm waiting for them to actually stream the Super Bowl, right? So Super Bowl, if you guys don't know, right, Super Bowl is actually one of the major sporting events that's actually just not streamed. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it you need a so cable weird. Bo- typically you need a cable box to watch the Super Bowl, right? It's really hard to get like a good stream for it unless you bootleg it from Reddit. That or might something, be new. Right?
0: that actually might change though because if you look at it, um for example, YouTube T V they now have a variety of sports offerings.
1: Yeah, but, that too, but that's like $60 a month. They're still getting like a TV package, right? So it's well, like, Of course,
0: course it is, right? But you got to realize it's still way cheaper than buying like Optimum or like Fios or any of your standard cable provider, direct TV, right? I mean, those guys yeah. are charging like $30 per box in your house versus it's you, insane. YouTube TV. You can load it up on whatever TV you're looking at, right? So, 100%, I, yeah. yeah.
1: Definitely, I think change is coming. And I know Amazon's been a big proponent of this. Like Amazon himself has gone to the NFL and was like, yo... We want to stream the Super Bowl. They said this the last, like, two years in a row, right? Mm-hmm. NFL's like, nah, I mean, we can't really kind of do that. Amazon's going to be like, well, Amazon's just getting bigger and bigger every year, right? So, it's yep. like, now Amazon's at the point where they could just demand that, like, all right, we're streaming the Super Bowl. Like, come and get us. And NFL's going to be like, okay. All <laughs> right? Like. Yep. Anyway. So, I think, moving I think on. we'll see how it plays out.
0: Yeah. This is kind of a, a pretty small one, but pretty interesting. App developers now on iOS will be able to accept pre-orders for up to 180 days before an app release. So, let's say you're making app. an app, you kind of want to let people pre-order it. You know, up to 180 days that's you know almost half a year early. You're able to do that now, so that way you can kind of drive hype sooner. You have a, a larger platform to run off of and get things kind of running on. Um, and then you know once your 180 day pre-order time is up, the application for people who've pre-ordered it. Will be automatically installed onto all their phones within 24 hours. So, but who's
1: ever waited for an app? Like, I've never been on my phone be like, all right, I can't wait for this app to come out, right? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, honestly. I, honestly, <laughs> I, I, did,
0: I didn't know, I, did, I didn't really know that pre-orders were this popular. But, I mean, or requested. I, I think it depends on the user. They've been available I think, since I think, 2017, apparently.
2: I think it depends on the user. I think it depends on the user. I think for gaming. I can see some users. Gaming being like, is the
1: only use case I actually see it, right? Like yeah. we know, we know that use case, but I'm just some like other use cases. I don't really see it anywhere else.
2: I guess you can also like. I guess the last time I waited for an app was, I guess Disney Plus when they were like releasing yeah. it last ah, year.
1: Ah, fair. Yeah. Fair.
2: But that was free, so like it wasn't like I had
0: to pre-order it. It was just had to wait. But you know, this, I, is, I, this is not, this, this is doubling their old pre-order time frame, which was 90 days.
2: I guess I guess if you're that excited and you just want to do it now, I guess it's kind of... It's just, it's just more options for the consumer, so I don't really see an issue with this. I guess,
1: but, like, to be fair, like, pre-orders are typically... Like, the, the way pre-orders really came about was, like, you want to make sure you grab something when it's still in stock, right? <laughs> like, apps are... The, like Everyone can get an app, right? Like,
2: well, yeah. I, I think pre-orders have changed from not even... They used to be like that, but lately, if you know, especially with gaming, pre are more of just about judging your, uh, your, yeah. your audience. Pretty much, you're you're getting a good metric of what you're gonna, the user base you're gonna get on launch day. That's why a lot of game companies push for pre-orders because they can, you know, use it as a metric of like, oh, we're getting this much people, so that's we need more revenue or we need more more marketing. This
0: this know? is pretty funny. Listen, I'm just gonna read out the top comment on this article. This guy goes. This is great news. I hate it when the apps I want are sold out. <laughs> <laughs> see
2: them, um, see, see too. It's a big concern. Big we concern. Have...
0: Yeah, <laughs> <and> that <laughs> was that, that was some user. Oh my rob on Mac rumors. You know, I, honestly, I honestly right think the only thing I'm surprised about
2: this is that Apple didn't announce this during their big event. You know, this is like yep. big news. I don't. I not know. Big news. Anyway, anyway, I,
0: think
1: right. even Apple, I think even Apple was too embarrassed to be like. We're, we're right, running like, out of time exciting. here. We still have
0: a couple of big articles, so let's let let's let's move on. got it got it let's go hit us another another quick one apparently doom and other video games can now run on smart tvs thanks to microsoft's game streaming pass so really yeah (laughs) it's this is pretty funny right obviously it's like who's actually going to play video games on their smart fridge but this is now if you want to talk about a gimmick this is a real gimmick this is literally a real gimmick
2: what are you talking about that's a real feature Absolutely. if I've ever
0: seen one. You
1: Honestly, get... look, if, you, if you're if you out there listening and you got a smart fridge, you know, please go play a video game on it. We would just love to see it. <laughs>
0: like, Play a video game on it and then send it to what us on Instagram get... and we'll add it to our story.
2: <laughs> what else would you get a smart fridge? Clearly, it's just to play video games. I mean, what else do you do yeah, on fridges? 100 Absolutely.
0: Mm. All right, anyway, I, I, we have about I, three articles going. left to go through. Let's go. Let's go. Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire. Next one. This is a pretty big one, actually. Robinhood Internal Probe finds that hackers... Hit almost two thousand accounts on uh, on their platform, so Ooh. this isn't really, I guess, like having data stolen. It's not like they were breached. Um, the article kind of makes it seem more like a whole bunch of their user accounts were broken into, and funds were siphoned out of their accounts. So that's uh, a that's that's pretty big. Um, it appears so. Sp- people
1: actually lost funds.
0: They lost funds. It seems like this was a major phishing attack. Is kind of how this article is portraying it. You know, uh, obviously that's
1: definitely going go to go into the that's definitely going to go to the SEC, bro. That's a that's a huge we Well, you know, it
0: could. But here's the thing, right? Like, Robinhood has been urging people to to put on two factor authentication, and like, Robinhood can't force people to enable two factor. Like, if you get your email fished and your account gets compromised by your own, I guess negligence. Like, that's not Robinhood's fault, right? Your username, you have a password. These are standards. If you don't want to enable the added security features. You know, and they're not legally responsible to force you to do that. I don't know if they really have any risk if they're if they're really going to do anything about this because I mean it's it's as, as a user it is your responsibility to kind of control your your login credentials right I think that's, yeah. that's if, it's, if it's if it's phishing
1: if it's phishing then there's nothing really on Robinhood's end but if this is like um like database breaches definitely something's yep. up right so bye but, right, but keep going hit us with the next one we're really running short on time yep
0: yep um. Also, I do just want to note this. That one more thing that 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 kind of stuck out to me here was apparently Robinhood doesn't have a phone line. It's purely like ticket based yes. responses yes. and whatnot. Yes, I so know. So people this. were trying to like, get access <laughs> back to their there, accounts. And I'm somebody's... very
2: familiar with this um, <laughs> as a as a former Robinhood. Um, uh, what's call it called? It, it is yeah. It used. It's very uh, annoying. I I think that's primarily why they have such low. You know, they, the cost has to come from, you know, the measures and that definitely lack of, you know, customer yeah. service.
1: I guess you're opening a ticket absolutely. going straight to production engineering's JIRA board. All right. All right. <laughs> we have two more articles left.
0: Two of them. Absolutely huge articles. Very big. All right. First one. The Department of Justice is trying to force Google to sell Chrome. So, this is, this is really interesting, right? So, I don't know if you guys know this, but about 65% of people in the world are using Chrome browser to navigate the internet, right? 65% of the internet users are on Chrome, right? Just think about that. That's an astonishing amount of people that are using Chrome, right? That's a lot of Chrome. And now, you same, also bro. have to think about this. Google has one of the largest advertising businesses in the world also. They control so much advertising, it's not even funny. Now... Think about just the entire Google ecosystem, right? So you've got Chrome. Oh, you're using Google for that. Oh, okay. What are you going to use to look things up? Oh, you're using Google again. Oh, what are you going to use to write up some doc? Oh, you're using Google again. Oh, oh, you're yeah, using you a Chromebook to there. do it. You're using Google again. <laughs> like, like. So I think you can see where this is going. That you know, the Department of Justice is kind of they're they're essentially claiming that they're a big trust and they don't.
1: I mean, true, but to be fair, you know, counterpoint yeah, but to be fair, you could counterpoint this up and maybe we should make an episode on this, right? Because yeah. like, I always go back to Microsoft, right? Because like, no one ever talks about Microsoft for some reason. But like, um, uh, like Microsoft, it's like, all right, cool. I'm turning on my Microsoft Windows computer and then I'm going into Microsoft Edge and then I'm searching things with Microsoft Bing and then I'm also writing documents up in either my downloaded on on hard drive version Microsoft Word or I'm going into OneDrive and using an online Word, right? So it's like, it's kind of there there is competition out there, right there's exactly one to one competition out say right there, so it's like and that's just and that's just uh what's it called? Microsoft's example you can say the same thing with Apple, right I go on to my Apple computer right I may I may search things on I search things on Safari, right which is an Apple browser now mm-hmm. it may be Google that's the web that's the search provider or Bing right but that's because they have a contract with Apple, so fine, right but then I'm writing stuff up on pages or on iCloud or something. Right. So it's like, it's, it's really one-to-one across all platforms. Yep. I can't really see anything really happening here, but well, you know, good effort though. I'll the, give the, Senate, I'll give the, Senate. The big, props the big
0: that. difference that i that that I find, right. Is what, 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 what do you have to be in order to be a monopoly? Right. It all comes down to like successfulness, right? Like you need to mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. the main choice that everyone in the market is using pretty much without exception. Like, I don't know anyone that uses Bing. Do you but know it also needs to Bing?
1: be, right? But it also needs to be no comp, no other competition or they're stuffing out their competition, right? Yeah. Google is not stuffing out their competition. In fact, they compete aggressively with Microsoft because Microsoft has, stole, has stolen a lot of their market share lately, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like... When you think about I it, I competition
0: is think... getting better with like how many browsers. Well, if you also exactly. think about it though, Edge is now a Chromium-based browser. So they're using Chrome technology for their browser as well. Exactly,
1: so. true, but Chrome, like I said, is open source, but, right but like yeah, yeah sometimes they're sharing source. it
0: they're sharing yeah. it so.
1: it's like no. Linux though yeah, but it's like Linux, right you have multiple different Linux instances, right, but like people choose to use Ubuntu because it's easier right exactly yeah. so. but actually
2: purely because it offers the best out of all
1: right so it's like who's the best' will get the best right right so so like,
0: just just think about it, like when it when it comes to them like getting rid of all of their technology and just working off of that open source chromium project now, right like I mean, I think that kind of shows you that they really haven't been competing in the browser market. And like, you know, Mozilla Firefox is down far in users. In terms of browsers, I mean, I mean, I'm on an iPhone, right? So I use Safari mm-hmm. on my iPhone. I have Chrome also. Why do I have Chrome? Specifically for when I need to have like easy accessibility across ecosystems. But like aside from me using Safari on my iPhone, like I I use Chrome for everything else. So
1: and I, I use Chrome for the much everyone else part. does too.
0: I use Chrome for the bookmarks and just. Have, Honestly, and I like, use just I
1: use a variety of browsers. Like I'm using like Safari and Chrome at the same time right now, right? Yep. On and I'm using on my phone I use Safari, but like at work I use Internet Explorer or Chrome, right? So it's like I'm kind of all over the place with browsers. Like I don't really particularly feel But for the Firefox one, right? You know, Firefox, you know, it's it's like every major company in the world, right? Like they sat on their laurels, they were like, Okay, no, like, you know, we have people coming in, we don't need to improve, right? So they never improved. Chrome, the new kid on the block, came in, improved, and did an amazing job at the browser market, right? So it's like, they really changed the game when it came to browsers. And one of the main changes, right, is like, and I won't go longer on this because it's more on the technical side, right? But it's like, the way that they separated each of the tabs into separate processes instead of threads, right? Yeah, absolutely. That was the biggest change, and that was game-changing for the browser industry. But... I don't know. We could talk more about this on probably an episode
0: yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, last article. Huge article. A lot of history for this with us right here on the 429 Podcast Techcast. All right, I'm
1: excited. I'm excited.
0: NFL? Herman Miller has released a new yeah. gaming okay. chair. Ladies and gentlemen, give it we up it. for them. We, we did it. We now have I was, I was the, so sale, the sale gaming chair, S-A-Y-L. We came full uh, circle. This chair doesn't appear to be a spot to, like a partnership with Logitech. I think this is their first standalone gaming chair they've done by themselves. They're growing up, so they don't need yeah, they don't so need, they need training wheels. Steal,
1: wait, so side note: did they just steal Logitech's like info? Like, quick question here. Like, I mean, perhaps fair. who knows? Hey,
0: maybe. I mean, there's no <laughs> there's no Logitech stamp on it, but these colors look oddly familiar. So I'll leave it at that. I, mean, I don't know. Fair, man. I mean, to be fair, that's what most
2: partnerships are about. They're like
0: also, though, to be I, fair like, what color do you expect with a gaming chair? Like, pretty much any gaming Red, company blue, uses the same exact yeah. colors. It's, like, bright or, like, it's, like, bright, like, colorful purple. colors or, like, got purple? black. Like, that's it. All,
1: I right, got but hit me purple, with, all right, but hit me with the price. Is it still a 2000 or $5,000 chair we're it, talking about? Well, it's a,
0: it's a $725 chair.
1: Okay, that's not bad for Herman Miller. So it's, it's, it's not It's <laughs> not it's really like, I'm bad.
0: <laughs> but, but, I think the Logitech one looks a little bit more comfortable with the Herman Miller. Like, I'm a a little bit more leaning towards that but this looks like pretty interesting as well.
2: It's for the budget consumer. How Absolutely. do we
0: come,
1: how do we yeah how do we come back to freaking Herman Miller? Absolutely.
2: How do we not come back to Herman Miller? More? Herman Miller, are you out there?
0: Yeah. Anyway, Herman Miller, you know, if you're there. out there and you're listening, we're we're sponsorships will Yep. I'd love to sit in a Herman Miller chair right now while recording Techcast Fridays. I, I have a I'm really good at sitting chairs. I, I I've been vouched for that Anyway, we are actually out of time. I mean, actually, I think we went a little bit over time. But, you know, it's those are okay. some, some interesting articles we had for this week. Let us know what your favorite kind of uh, piece of news was. If you bought anything cool on Amazon Prime Day, let us know. Or Black Friday, yeah, quote unquote. Or, or quote unquote, I guess like matching Amazon Prime Day really is what it is. But uh, this has been the 429 podcast. I am four. I'm two. And I'm nine. And we will see you on our next Monday episode. Enjoy your weekends and we'll catch you later. Don't forget to follow us. Bye, guys. Later.